I think one thing is true for us families, no matter what season of life we're in, whether it's the busy season or the summertime season when everyone seems to be home or when the kids are little, the kids are older, we can get into the habit of forgetting why family dinner matters and why we want to keep it intentional and even the best practices that our family has. And what are those things that really keep us close and coming back for more at the family dinner table? Today, we're going to talk about five steps to intentional family dinner every single time we have it. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, goodness. It's so hard for me to even have it. I get it. It's okay. And you're also thinking, um, I don't even have energy to make dinner half the time. How the heck am I going to have the ability to create a conversation that's super meaningful and make sure everyone's having fun. It's just lucky we even get it on the table. I understand those nights too. And today's episode is just to give us more reasons to bring it back to what really matters and give us super simple real life things you can think about every single time you go to make dinner, schedule dinner, and sit down to have it together and know that you really can create these intentional moments that are really simple to have and you can put these habits into place that you do day after day, week after week, and it just becomes true habit for your family to always have that sacred family dinner at that dinner table that you know really makes a difference for your family and keeping you all close. So come along, friend. Let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? Do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the papers still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mom of four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend, with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, the food she really can't stand is mushrooms, Jennifer Zombio. Since I know you listen to podcasts, I know you care about what those reviews say at the bottom because usually it helps you to pick the podcast to even turn it on and keep coming back. So I wanted to read to you a review that was left on our page on Apple Podcasts from Nicole WH. It says, Real and insightful. I found this podcast by mom recommendation, so you know it's going to be good. I'm loving the real and insightful advice. Always great takeaways and valuable ways to grow as a family. Nicole, thank you for listening, and I'm so happy that you really do find the takeaways to bring immediately to your family. I always strive for that in this podcast because 
For one, I know your time is valuable. And for two, I know that's what we all want is just a quick tip from a trusted friend that we can go back and really implement in our family and just make a difference. So if you have not left a review and you love to listen to this podcast, please just scroll down, pause this real quick, or just go to the details of the show. And at the bottom, you will see the five stars. You can click those and below you can write a review and submit it. And that is so encouraging to me week after week because it helps this show be found. It helps other listeners know what to expect. And it really just gives me the momentum to keep going and provide what you guys would like to hear and help serve you. So Thank you for that. And let's get on with this show. I, again, want to talk about intentional family dinner and keeping it that way every single time, which I know can feel like a hefty load when we are exhausted. And right now I'm recording this in March, which can feel pretty just a crazy time of year. We're getting into the spring sports. Everything seems a little crazy. And we just need to kind of regroup and know what matters. So we're going to talk about five steps here. And the first one is just, we need to even be able to make it happen. Now, before you feel discouraged about the schedule, it's okay. I tell you all the time, we do not have family dinner seven nights a week either. It would be impossible for us. And we're lucky in some seasons of life to just have it all together four nights a week. But we all know it's important, you and me do, and we all want to make it happen. So let's just use some tricks to help us. The first thing I want to say is go back and listen to episode three again to remember your why of family dinner. And that's like anything. You have to come back to why it matters. You know when you get in a rut of not working out and you get into that self-pity mode of who cares, I'm too lazy, it doesn't really matter, I can't get back to it, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then you do get back to that routine again. And after a week or so, you already go right back to the exact why for making it matter and sticking to it again. And you feel great. You see results in your attitude, your energy, you see it matters, and And all it took was changing a few things to bring it back. So if you've fallen off your why for family dinner, especially in this busy spring season of activities and wrapping up school, then let's just get back to it with this easy tip for even being able to make it happen. All right. I want you to look at your calendar for the next two weeks. If you use a paper calendar, write all of this in there. And if you use a digital one, I want you to pull out a piece of paper and write all this down so you can physically see it all in one place in front of you, okay? So write every evening commitment each person in your family has for the next two weeks. So maybe from four o'clock hour on, what is everyone doing? Where do they have to be? Who's getting them there? What time do you have to leave the house? All that. Now, find the gap that gives you at least... 30 minutes together between the hours of dinner time, preferably more so it doesn't feel rushed, but 30 minutes is really all you need if you do make it intentional. That is when you are going to eat together in that 30 minutes or more gap. Write that time on your family calendar that's posted, and if you don't have that, then put it on a card on the fridge, but write it down so everyone can see when dinner is for the next 
14 days. Just like the evening practice or meeting that you all know you have to be at, you are going to make a family proclamation that this commitment to family dinner is just as important. Now, a bonus to this would be text the dates to everyone with a phone so there's no excuse for not being there. All right, that's number one. You're going to make it happen. Now, number two, you're going to keep it easy to prepare the meal. Don't put all these crazy expectations on yourself that it has to be the three-course meal and it has to be everyone's favorite and it has to be fancy and you have to slave over it. No, you don't. There are plenty of meals, I know there are in your family, that are easy for you, that your kids love, that feels like a homemade meal that they think are so great. (laughs) Here's something funny. Yesterday, I told my oldest what we were having for dinner. It was going to be a Mexican thing. And she said, okay, I saw a bag of plain potato chips in the pantry and I want baked beans. They are calling my name to dip them in baked beans. Like whatever. Okay. So she rides right up to the little store up the road and gets a can of baked beans and bring them, (laughs) brings them home. So we have baked beans (laughs) with our, our Mexican night and potato chips. I mean, why not? And at dinner, one of the other kids said, oh my gosh, these baked beans are so good. Thank you. I'm like, yeah, they came out of a can. They got warmed up. So we were all laughing about that. But the point is that we all know that our kids love food that you don't have to slave over. It can be poured out of a can and they will love it. So keep it easy to prepare. That calendar or schedule where you put all the dinner times is now going to help you decide what kind of meal you are going to be able to serve. And when we think about our meals that we're going to prep, right? prepare and serve. Basically, they fall into four different categories. So you have different options. The first one is, are you going to leisurely prepare the meal? This would be where you have time to cut the vegetables, cook it right before the meal for about an hour that it would take you to get all the things out and do it all. That would be your leisurely prepared meal. The second type would be make ahead. This could be crock pot in the morning or food cut and prepped the night before, whatever would qualify as the make ahead. The third category, I think, is the super fast prepare. This is where you need a fully prepared freezer or refrigerated meal, maybe from Costco or Trader Joe's or your local shop that prepares them. We have a great little local place where they do catering and stuff, but you can walk in and they have freezer meals all prepared. Meatloaf, chicken and dumplings, all kinds of pasta dishes. It's very good. But these would be freezer. They could also be made by you and... This would be something that I will say real quick, don't forget if that's on your list and it's a freezer meal, be sure to pull it out the day before to thaw or it won't be able to be super fast to prepare. And then the fourth option is takeout. Now you need to look at those gaps that you picked for your family dinner and decide which kind of meal will bring you and your family the least amount of stress for that day and which will be able to allow you to hit your goal of having dinner served at that time. And then you need to work backwards. So you will be able to then decide like the freezer thing. Okay, I need to thaw this the night before or whatever. You should probably have the full menu idea ready for the next five days just to make it easy based on what's already in your home. And then for the rest of the days over the next two weeks, just quickly write in what kind of meal you know will work best there. So if it's crock pot, then make sure you make a note to put it all in in the morning. And if it's takeout, make sure you coordinate with your husband who is going to pick it up. So for the nights where you have 
the ability to leisurely prepare a meal, get one of the children involved who will be at home at that time. Let them know that you would love to do that with them that night. Show them on the calendar so they can look forward to it and let them help pick the meal. Use it as a time to let them feel like they're a big part of that family decision. And then you really have that quality time. So For the nights where you don't have much time, you can still get the kids to help and get some good one-on-one time. Bring them into the kitchen for the last five to 10 minutes and have them help you set the table. Just talk to them while you're in there together. And here are some quick conversation starters in those small moments. Say something like this. Tell me something hilarious that happened today. Or try this one. Did I ever tell you about this funny story from when I was a kid? Now, both of these are super engaging. They bring laughter to the room to start the meal, and it helps lessen any tension that may be surrounding a busy evening ahead. It also immediately connects you, and it gives each other, each of you guys, your full attention. So that can be some really special intentional moments right there. So the second point, keep it easy to prepare. Just don't stress yourself out about it. Drop your expectations of having those you know, those really special homemade meals when it's just not going to fit in your day and it's going to cause more worry than good. Try to set up an atmosphere where your family dinner is already starting off on a positive note. Okay. The third tip to keeping your family dinner intentional every single time is to prep the table before everyone sits down. If we think of this as another scheduled event for the evening that needs to run smoothly to get the most out of it, then we need to have everything set up for success. You can't have a successful soccer practice, for example, without everyone knowing the routine and the tools needed. So set up your family dinner routine the same way. And I want you to remember these three tips about your table. Number one, keep it free from clutter. I've definitely talked about that a lot on here, but it makes it inviting and stress-free. And while you're at it, if you have a tablecloth, you can put on like a wipeable one because again, we're going for the least amount of stress. Don't put a cloth one on that has to be washed all the time, but a wipeable one. And you could put that, you could put some, a little vase with some fresh flowers if that's easy for you to do, your napkin holder with your to gather game and your napkins and maybe a prayer card, whatever you use for the evening and just keep it free from clutter at all times. If that happens to be like a homework station, because that's the best place for everyone to work, then just make sure everyone knows that that is done and cleared off and not just moved to a corner because that immediately makes it more inviting when you just see it very clean. Number two for how to prep your table before everyone even comes to dinner is make this a rule. Everyone sits at the same time. Don't let people come and have a seat while you're still getting everything to the table or someone else is upstairs finishing up homework. This is a good reminder for the little ones because it keeps them from using too much energy all at once and then they can't even sit with everyone at the table for that long by the time everyone else joins. It's also good for the older ones because they aren't tempted to eat all their food first because they tend to be the hungrier of the bunch. And so that will really help just... Make sure that's a family rule. It gets established. If that's not something you do, then just start it. Say, hey, we're starting something new. No one's allowed to sit till everyone's ready to sit. And then just stick with that. And number three would be keep it positive. 
Your table should be synonymous with building your stronger family bonds. Don't use it for a place to complain about homework or chores or to have side conversations where the adults talk and the kids are left out or the older kids dominate the conversation and the little ones are left out. Make a commitment to keeping it positive and inviting and you will be building a foundation of solid communication skills and family family values that grow every single time you take a seat there because everyone just knows what goodness grows there. So keep it positive and commit to that. Number four for creating these intentional family dinners every time is begin the meal with intention and togetherness. So the very beginning of the meal should be this way. Think of a sports team and their regular meeting time, either at practice or at a game. They start with a group huddle and they usually put all their hands in, they do a group cheer, and this gets them pumped up, it gets them unified, and then they get to their training or game as a team. Don't you think our family should be the same way? If we already have this place designated in our home to bring us together, to make it be our meeting place, to unify us as a team, then let's start with something that does exactly that. Every family meal should start with a prayer. And this should be a prayer that you guys either have memorized that you do together or it's a special prayer that's all yours or you rotate through or you have a card on your table with different memorized prayers you guys can do together. You make that your own thing. If prayer is not your thing, come together with something that bonds you. Maybe you go around and you say something you're grateful for and that brings you together because you express gratitude. Maybe just share something that you notice God did in your life that day. I would highly, obviously, encourage prayer because the stronger our families grow in prayer, then the stronger we grow together and we are bonded. That is going to inevitably bond us. And it's just the prime time in our day where we're all together. Hold hands if you want to make it even more unifying and just stick with that. Make it a habit in your family. So begin the meal with intention and some type of togetherness that immediately sets the mood for what you expect this moment to deliver to your family. Okay, number five, the last point that will always create intentional moments at our family dinner table is, of course, creating conversation that is meaningful and strengthens us. So what does this look like? Well, you know the very first thing I'm going to say is use something that is non-intimidating at your table that makes you feel like you can have these natural words just be spoken without trying so hard because if you only have small moments, you got to make them count. And so you're going to have to bring the easiest thing into your family to make it happen. It's like the meal prep part. Don't stress out and make it harder than it has to be. So if you want an easy way to just make this positive conversation happen every single time, I'm going to give you the best way, which I think is, of course, our Together for Family Dinner product, which is 105 stickers. It's in a game book. You just put it on your table and place it in the napkin holder. Someone chooses it, opens to a page, peels a sticker, and you all just start talking. This is automatically going to lead to 
compliments. It's going to lead to building listening skills where you have to listen to each other. You're speaking really positive words. You're hearing stories spoken and laughter had. And you just talk about things that may be awkward to say like, hey, child, I'd like you to tell dad a positive character trait that you notice in them that you want one day. I mean, that sounds a little weird when you don't have a prompt making you say it. But when you do, it doesn't feel weird because the sticker told you to, so you just do it. And so when you have these tools sitting at your table, it makes it super natural. Of course, you can go to togethermoments.com, order that. If you do not like it, send it back and I will refund your money. But I guarantee this will make your family so much stronger. And the cool thing is that when you start the habit of doing this at your dinner table, it carries into every other area of your life because you are practicing those skills that just feel so natural. So when you're sitting in the car, you can say, hey, you know, taking it back to that sticker I just said, did you notice dad do this the other day? I really admire that in him. Isn't that cool? And I noticed that you have started doing that as well. And so the conversation doesn't feel awkward because you've been practicing this over and over at your kitchen table. So it just feels like a normal part of how you guys converse in your family and the conversations you have. If you do not have to gather for family dinner, or you do, but you don't use it every night. Another thing that I've talked about on here that is super simple way to start these, um, just the positive conversation and including everyone is, you know, a lot of people do the highs and lows or roses and thorns. And just to take it a step further and dig a little deeper, because that's what I think we need to do. If we have these small moments, we got to get past the surface and really get to the heart of what's going to grow us as a family pretty quickly because that's what we're working with. Us moms today, we're the keeper of all the moments and we are struggling to get those moments even available to us, right? I know I'm there with you. And so when I have those, I want to capitalize on that and just dig deeper. So this will help you. It's a way to go around the table and have everyone talk about something that will just be a little more meaningful than just the high-low thing. All right, so it's called the three L's. So you want to say, what today made you laugh? Share a story of how you were a leader. Tell us a lesson you learned. So it's laugh, leader, learn the three L's. Go around the table and talk about that. Another really great thing to start conversation is like, tell me something that made you super grateful today or share a story of how you were able to help someone. Pick one little character trait or an action they could have done and just put, share with me, tell me, how did you do this in front of it? But Phrase it in a way that gives more than a one-word answer. It does not allow them to say yes, no, fine, good. It makes them tell a story. And another way to get everyone going is like the little thing that I told you guys to say when you're setting the tape with them. Did I ever tell you the story of when I whatever? So it lets them relate to you. It lets them hear you as a normal person going through things that they've gone through. I'm specifically talking about your children hearing you tell these stories and you guys can relate to one another and it 
naturally makes everyone jump in and share a story of when the same sort of thing happened to them. Another thing you could say that would be a great conversation starter is address one of the children or your spouse and say, hey, I noticed when you did this today or like, I noticed you were such a big, a good big sister to your brother today. Thank you for that. I noticed that you made him laugh and you took him to play at the park and whatever. And that is making everyone puff up their shoulders a little more and sit there and feel really good. So it's bringing that positive atmosphere. Obviously, I could go on and on talking about all these great tactics, but I hope that you guys feel like you can walk away with this ep- from this episode with five more steps that you can take towards creating a more intentional family dinner in your home and really just getting back to the place of what makes that family dinner table your meeting place, your central place where you guys get to come together as a family and slow down and all the crazy, even if it's for 30 minutes. But you know that as a family, you all have committed to what will happen there, what the expectations are so that week after week, year after year, you guys come to that place and know that it's going to keep your family strong. It's going to keep your faith strong because you've designed it that way. How beautiful is that? And I, just like anything, we all just need to slow down, come back, pause, and refocus on why it even matters. So again, to recap your five steps to intentional family dinner every single time, go like this. Number one, make it happen. That's where you map out your calendar. Number two, keep it easy to prepare, figure out what kind of meal fits best where. Number three, table prep before everyone sits down. That's where you keep it free from the clutter. Everyone sits at the same time. Number four, begin the meal with intention and togetherness. And number five, create conversation that is meaningful and strengthens us. Thank you for using your time to sit with me here today. And I really do hope that this gives you some ideas to take back to your family that you can implement tonight to help you guys have more intentional moments. If you have other ideas or if this struck up some thoughts in your head that you would love to share with me and share with all of us together, families, head over to our Facebook group and join. It's private. We can have conversation over there that's closer, that's not public, where we can actually get to know one one another and just search strong and faith build families for today's mom. It is a private group, like I said, so you will have to answer a few questions to be let in so that we can protect who gets in. doesn't become any kind of spam kind of thing over there. And again, if you like this and it did give you some ideas, please screenshot, share with a friend, text it to her, share it on your stories, share it at your Bible study group. It really means a lot to me that you would tell someone about this because, you know, I sit here week after week not knowing who I am talking to all the time. And it encourages me to keep going. I love to do this. I love to know that we are in this together, trying to raise our families and keep them strong against a world that sometimes wants to do otherwise to us is what it feels like. So when we can be in this together, it really helps. If you are able to leave a review, go to the bottom of your podcast, do that, and check out all of our products at togethermoments.com for more ways to create those intentional moments, especially at family dinner. 
And don't forget, we have the placemats for your kiddos too that you can use on those restaurant nights or just at your own kitchen table. Have a fantastic family dinner tonight, no matter how many of your crew gets to sit together. And I will see you back here on Thursday for our Together Armor episode. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.